Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Michael K Show podcast. Listen live weekday afternoon starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN. All right, so we did a little bit of a deep dive here because that's what we do. Uh, here's some advanced stats on Igor Shesterkin. So he has 3.2 goals saved above expected. Right. That's 31st in the league. Mm-hmm. It's not good. He's 37th in league save percentage above expected. He's 39th in league in goals against uh, uh, better than expected. And he's 52nd in X. What what is XGAA? Expected goals against allowed. Expected goals against allowed. Huh? Huh? Well, well I mean, these, those numbers are, are terrible. These though. are your fancy stats. Well, but they're all terrible. They're not all terrible. good. I mean, the, the the best standing he has is 31st. Yeah, he has not played well. But I still think he's a good goaltender, but I also think a lot of it has to do with how they've played in front of him. And, you know, you look at last night, you know, Gustafson gives the puck away and it, and it leads to a goal. Uh, is that his fault? Could he have made the save? There was a deflection in front of him. Could he made the save? Because you look at it, it's a it's a goal by Carpenter who's got three goals, but it's also a deflection. He was left open in front. These stats. That's why I like Valley's got the whole company where he really breaks down. Like not all goals are created equal and everything, and he really breaks down that he's he struggled a bit. I, I think Doctor Steve is right. He's not as we thought he was from a couple of years ago. But I still think he's a very good goaltender. And the idea that Jonathan Quick would be better. I mean, uh, listen, Jonathan Quick's going to the Hall of Fame. He's 38 years old, Michael. Right. And he's also 0-4-1 in his last five after a great start. So that tells you both goaltenders haven't been great. Right. So maybe something's going on in front of the goaltender. It's so weird. They start off so great. And I think in their last uh, 24 games, they're 11-11-2. Yeah. It's unbelievable. They're an it average is, team. It is it's very average. And and they were incredible to start the season, but they weren't great five-on-five. Five, so they were relying a lot on their special teams. They were relying a lot on the goaltending. And now things have kind of revealed themselves. I, I think they're going to have to make some moves here. It's going to be tough. Chris Rajuri's got a lot of work to do. All right, so we talked about the Hall of Fame. Three guys get in. Uh, Billy Wagner does not get in. Gary Sheffield, in his last year on the ballot, does mm-hmm. not get in. Alex Rodriguez actually went down in support a, a couple of percentage points, and Manny Ramirez did as well. Um, the only way that you keep Sheffield out is if you, if you think he's a steroid guy, because his numbers, to me, are Hall of Fame numbers. The three guys that got in have no problem with it. I think you know Maurer is, was an exceptional catcher to no. win three batting titles as a catcher at 360 one year. He was a special player. Then concussions got him, moved the first, not the same player. But what I would like everybody to do, and this is not a knock on Joe Maurer. Please, it's not. Go side-by-side side, Joe Maurer and Don Mattingly. Same numbers. Mattingly, I think the highest percentage he ever got was 28%. He's off the ballot. If he gets in, he's going to get in a special veterans committee. Off the ballot. The same numbers. Same numbers. Almost the same amount of hits. Almost the same war. More gold gloves. Both guys won MVPs. 
Both guys won batting titles. Downey won one. Um, Maurer won three. But I mean, come on. And then you see people that 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 get the love and go. Here's the one complaint I have about the the, the baseball writers. The guys that, after five or six years of keeping a guy off, say, you know what? You know, after further review, I think he's a Hall of Fame. You know, here's the only, only thing, only argument I will take. You can only vote for ten guys, and when the when the ballot is loaded, sometimes you got to leave guys off. So if you leave a guy off because you just didn't have any room, fine. If you leave a guy off, and then five years later, you know, I looked at the advanced statistics. These are the same writers, by the way, who hate analytics. Mm-hmm. Same ones. And they're changing their thought process on Hall of Fame because these new, newfangled numbers come up to give them a greater appreciation. Instead of doing all of that work, don't you think the best thing is take a look at the guy Tell me if he's a Hall of Famer. Do the eye test. Is he a Hall of Famer or not? Because I did a deep dive on Chase Utley, who didn't get much support last night. Right. But they, they think that eventually he'll get the, the 74. Is he a Hall of no, Famer? No, he's not a Do you think a Chase Utley is a Hall of Famer? And then you, you think that Jimmy Rollins is a Hall of Famer? Now, Utley, I think, is like a, a, a 360 hitter in the postseason. Yeah. But he's only won one ring. Right. You know, and some of those World Series appearances with the Dodgers, he got a handful of at-bats. You know, most of it was with Philly, and the the crux of it was the, the championship in 08 and the World Series appearance in 09. Right. But is that enough to make you a Hall of Famer? And, and also, if you want to look at postseason, Billy Wagner's postseason, awful. Awful. He missed Not, by five votes, so the, he's going to get in next year. But I, I just I, don't understand the changing thought. I mean, guys I respect like Jason Stark and, and, and Peter Gammons, you know, more more stats have become available over the years. Well, don't you trust what you saw? I mean, it's like the Supreme Court when they talked about pornography. I can't describe it, but if I see it, I know it's pornography. I can't describe it, but Don Mattingly for those six years was a Hall of Famer, one of the greatest players who ever lived. They have to redo how they figure this out. I, you, first of all, there has to be full transparency. I need to know who you voted for, and I need to know why you didn't vote for them, and that we can get rid of all these people. Well, I don't vote for somebody on the first ballot. Oh, really? Well, that's not one of the prerequisites. We're taking your vote away. Like, I don't think that should be... I, I'm sorry, I don't vote for anybody, because Joe DiMaggio didn't go in on the first ballot, so I'm never going to vote for anybody on the first ballot. No, I'm taking your vote away. I agree. You know, and, and have this one rogue person that can hide away and never expose himself. To me, that's not the way it should be done. And why is it just writers? And I'm not getting on the whole newspaper game, Michael, but we have evolved where there are plenty of people that know baseball, follow the game, that have a tremendous judgment on the game that don't write. Maybe they're broadcasters, or maybe they cover it electronically uh, on, on MLB Network or on ESPN or on Fox. And I understood the whole bias. Stop. You don't think that there are newspaper people that are biased because they cover the same guy? So what? So Michael K. can't have a vote because he'll vote for a Yankee because he's a Yankee guy. We can't value Michael K.'s opinion, who probably seen more of these guys because you travel all over the country. You've done national games. Why, why can't you have a vote? Yeah, Why I mean, can't Brian Kenny have a vote that's been covering baseball and has worked at ESPN you know and worked at MLB Network? In a bad way, baseball's stuck in the 50s. I mean, they, uh, somebody who told me, you know, we asked yesterday, why do they announce the, uh, the Hall of Fame at 6 o'clock? Because that was a great time in the past for writers, right before the oh, deadline. Get over so it. They were, they, that's oh, what, boy. They, uh, they cater to writers over 
um, electronic media, which gives them so much more publicity. One other thing I want to touch, because I've heard a lot of people complain about, you know, how is Alex and Manny and Barry and Roger not in the Hall of Fame? They're the great, they're, 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 they're some of the greatest players who ever lived. Absolutely. But they are in the Hall of Fame. I love the argument. Well, it's a museum. How could the greatest players not be in the Hall of Fame? They just don't have plaques. There's representation of what they did. They're mentioned in the Hall of Fame. Pete Rose's bat, his uh, his hat, it's in the Hall of Fame. Doesn't mean that you have to get a plaque. The plaque is the ultimate in the Hall of Fame. And I'm sorry, if you broke a rule, you broke a rule. Now, if you want to come around on that and say, just put the best people in. Because I'm, I guarantee you, Don and Peter, I guarantee you, there are at least five to six to seven people that are in the Hall of Fame that use steroids all the time, but they didn't get caught. So, I mean, if we're going to play that game, then everybody should be in. But please don't give me that crap. How could you call it a museum if they're not in the hall? They are in the hall. They just don't get the ultimate honor of getting a plaque. They're not in the plaque room, but they're in the hall. Right. Tour the hall. Because well, the history of baseball needs to be told. And whether you like it or not, steroids are a part of the history of Major League Baseball. And as much as I know they want to punish these guys, are you really going to look and say that Alex Rodriguez isn't one of the greatest guys that ever played the game? Uh, he's in the top that, 10 of ever playing. That Manny Ramirez isn't one of the top players. Roger, Roger Clemens, Clemens might be the best right-handed Bonds. pitcher ever. Oh, wow. He almost sneezed. Oh, he held it and then wow. went. I know, but holding Dumb. it. Wow. It came out. How'd it feel? I bet it felt, it felt great. great. Right? Yeah. It felt very good. good for you. Um, but I, I understand you want to punish these people. But don't hold the game to a higher standard than other sports. All right? Because... It, it, it's not going to, and you could say, well, football is so what? They're, hey, football is a very popular sport. They have a Hall of Fame. You may not hold it in high regard, but a lot of people do. And I don't think any, they, they're just going to judge on the field. You think Tom Brady's going to be held out because of Deflate Gate, because of Spy Gate? You think Bill Belichick's going to be held out because of that? Steroids don't even hold you out. No. Now, I can't really think of a surefire Hall of Famer that was busted for steroids, but it's not a thing in the other sports. Why? Because baseball has these writers that hold it in a higher regard. It's it's not a part of the fabric of the world anymore. It's a sport. And sport is about promotion. And you have a whole era of great athletes that are not appreciated in the history of baseball because of these, the, the, some of them because they tested positive, or we think you know they had back knee, or their numbers didn't match up. Back we we got to stop it because eventually these guys are going to get in because there's going to be a generation of riders and people that cover the sport that don't care. But you know what's interesting too? At least the riders get to decide whether Alex and Manny and Barry and and and. And Roger and Barry and Roger are off the the ballot. They were on for ten years. They get to decide. The worst thing that I've ever seen, and, and you know, some of my closest friends in the world are baseball writers. Why they allowed themselves to not be allowed to vote on Pete Rose? I don't think Pete Rose should get in. He 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 broke the cardinal rule in baseball. He bet on a game, but let the writers decide. Don't take him off the ballot. So you can't decide. Mm. And and also, and I know. Listen, I guess I guess the whole world is that there are people that have committed crimes that are free, and there are people that have committed crimes they're in jail. I mean, that's the worst. Like the people that get caught are the ones that get punished. Michael, there's no way around that. But you know, we talk about shoeless Joe Jackson being banished because of the the, the Black Sox scandal, and Pete Rose betting on on baseball and being banned. You don't think that there was gambling going on? You, re- you don't think that there were guys throwing games back in the day? 
I'm sure that there, there, there are people that are bad people in the hall. So, I mean, if you're going to use that clause about the steroid guys, then use it about the guys that cheated on their wives or did terrible things. Well, I'm, uh, just, I'm just saying that the, only the, in the history of baseball, people. Be an empty hall. Somebody, Not empty, but it would be a lot less well, it, even, it doesn't even make sense. Somebody right. finally decided in, in 1919, and only in 1919, never before, never after, that we're going to throw a World Series. Before, Let, before people make fun of me for not having anything to say here, right. I've been at least expressly in private talking to you guys about how little I care about this year's Hall of Fame. I well, said that. But this isn't even about that. We moved on. We moved on from that. We're talking about the general, why there's, there's things that have to be fixed. Anyways, time right. now for the Dan Orlovsky Report brought to you by Sanson Auto Mall. Ten top brands, over 2,000 vehicles, one place, Sanson Auto Mall in Woodbridge. Dan, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic. What's going on with you guys? Not too much. I'm going to ask you a question that a former Super Bowl champion said on the NFL Network, and that's Sean O'Hara. And we disagreed with him, but I wanted to get your take because we respect your take much more than ours. He said that Josh Allen's a better quarterback than Pat Mahomes. Your thoughts? Totally wrong. No, and completely disagree. I got a lot of, lot of love to Sean O'Hara. Good dude. Obviously, Super Bowl champ. And I love Josh Allen. Patrick Mahomes has played some of the most indescribable doesn't make sense I've never seen anything like that football in some of the biggest moments of the what the NFL world is all about and the way that he has played and took the NFL by storm and then has continued to evolve and to get this team to the you know AFC championship game Josh Allen is not far off, though. Like, I, I remained adamant about that. Um, Got to do it at that moment, I guess, is what people are waiting for. But talent-wise, play-wise, tape-wise, production-wise, Patrick Mahomes is the best player I've ever seen. Now, I agree with you, and I think we all agree with you. But how much does it help from a coaching standpoint? No offense to, to Sean McDermott. But well, he, some offense. But you know, he's a defensive guy. He's not the coach Andy Reid is, and Andy Reid is a Hall of Fame head coach. And oh, by the way, is an offensive genius. How much does that help a quarterback? Oh, it's huge. I mean, it, it's it's a it's a massive reality. If you look at so many of these high end quarterbacks that are playing at a consistent level, not just for this year, but over the course of a couple of years, more often than not. They've been attached to offensive-minded head coaches. There are rarities. I don't want to minimize that. But more often than not, they're playing with these offensive-minded head coaches. And so, you know, for, for Patrick to have, you know, it, was, it doesn't take anything away from the greatness, but it was the ideal place for him to go. Not only an offensive-minded head coach, but when Patrick came onto the scene, Andy Reid was just starting to reinvent himself. He was just starting to become the coach who would, you know, get wildly creative with plays and, and formations and, and motions and would take all these plays. I, I, I said this, I don't know, maybe in 19 or 20, when Patrick first had that ridiculous season. I forget what it was, his, his first year starting. I said, one of the things is Andy Reid take all these, like, gadget plays that coaches, every one of them have for a really long time, and they, they call these really cool gadget plays when they're up 21 points in the fourth quarter. So Andy Reid would call it this the fourth snap of the game, you know, and so it was, you know, in a historic run in magic. Um, so there's certainly in, in a real advantage in that regard, yes. We we had a caller yesterday. I thought it was a really fascinating take. I want to get your take on it. 
that the Chiefs are essentially the Miami Heat, where you know they're just getting ready during the regular season, turn it on to another level in the in the postseason. I rebutted that and said, I just think they were trying to find themselves. I don't think they were coasting into the postseason. Do you think it's somewhere in the middle, Dan? I think in football, that's really hard to do. You know, like, I don't want to minimize the home court advantage, but in basketball, there's a series. You you can lose one and and not go home. In football, I I just, I've never been around or would would ever believe that, like, teams are like, okay, we just got to get in the dance no matter where we're seated or whatnot. Getting that bye week is massive. Getting home field advantage is massive because, again, you don't get to lose and try to run it back at our home court in game six or game seven. So I don't believe that to be the case in Kansas City. Kansas City went through a lot of change this year. They, they, they had a, a new offensive coordinator, Matt Nagy. They, they replaced both starting tackles. They were trying to figure out with a lot of young receivers who was going to emerge in that role. And more often than not, like they were beating themselves with penalties and drops and turnovers. You're not doing that and kind of okay with it. So um, I just think that they were struggling and they were, there was a lot more questions than answers. And to your point, Michael, like figuring out who they were and figuring out who they could get to or who, who they could be more than, you know, quote unquote, coasting. If, if uh, Lamar Jackson goes out there, beats Patrick Mahomes, and then wins the Super Bowl, First of all, does that just make him, or, and is he already the second best quarterback in all football, hands down? And just where does this rank in terms of all time middle fingers to the world for doubting you sports moments? Yeah, yeah, it, it would be up there as an all time middle finger. And so I called week 18 Baltimore Pittsburgh, and he knows it. Like, you ask Lamar, Lamar's like this really laid back personality when you're just chatting with them, like, very easy, super confident, but in a very reserved, not reserved, but laid back way. When you bring up like, hey, Super Bowl in comparison to MVPs, his face changes, his focus changes, his eyes change, and he knows I have to go win the Super Bowl. Like, he, he, it doesn't matter that I've done X and Y and had these plays and two MVPs, but it, it doesn't matter. He knows it doesn't matter. To the grand scheme of it and to the outside perspective for both him, and I said this on first take last week, players that sound like Lamar and look like Lamar and play like Lamar in the eyes of the NFL were never supposed to win Super Bowls at quarterback. Mm-hmm. And he knows that, you know, and, and their organization knows that, and I think they embrace it. And so... It would be the ultimate middle finger for sure, just about what's been said about him. I don't think anybody disputes where Lamar is. You're, where you want to rank him, one, two, three, four, whatever. I don't think any, everyone knows that he's as good as it gets and, um, you know, as electric and as good of a player as, as we have in the NFL. Would you leave us to get back into the league as a coach? Yeah, what are you doing? And I'm just trying to do my job as good as I can and get paid as much money as I can. No, um. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I like that yeah. answer. Yeah, I, I um, I, I get calls every year. You know, texts or calls of hey, you know, I'm going here, I'm staying here, or you know, want to have this conversation with you about this role and being a part of this and whatnot. And 
very flattering. I'm very humbled by it. I want to take those calls. I'm very interested in it. I also love working for ESPN. I said this. I love working for Berg Magnus and Jimmy Pataro and the people that I work with on a daily basis. I love being on TV. I love talking about ball all the time. I also love that I get to be a dad and a husband. I get to watch my kids' games and yell at them during practices. So, you know what? I'm very fortunate. I'm never going to take that stuff for granted. Um, I always say this. If it's the right place at the right time, it makes sense. It's it's very appealing. Yes. Okay. So I, I, I we're not bosom buddies, but I, I consider you a friend. So if I can give you a little friendly advice, uh-huh. is, are you are you up for that? I, I'll take any person who's accomplished as you are. I'm going to take advice. Well, uh-huh. well, Joe Girardi worked with me in the yes booth after he retired from the Yankees and after he, he lost the the Miami Marlins job. He was relaxed, smiled, looked healthy. Then he co- he managed the Yankees for 10 years, Dan, and he aged 30 years in the process of those 10. He became an old yeah. man. He became skeletal. I, I've never seen... It, it, I, I said it earlier. He was Billy Martin without the booze. What do you need it for? You can make a lot of money in TV. What do you need it for? Now, I asked him that, and he said, because they don't keep score up in the booth. So... Exactly. Is that it? Yeah, we're sickos. We're, we're sicko competitors. You know, like, I... I, I crave it, I you know, and even more now as I get more and more removed. I stopped playing in really 2017, 2018. The further removed, the, the further, the more I crave it. I crave the competition. I crave, you know, trying to prove myself. You crave the feeling of failure and trying to have to pick yourself back up again. You crave the camaraderie. You crave the, you know, doing and accomplishing something with people that, Others don't think you can. Like it's just, it's a, it's a fabric of your being. It's in your blood. It's what you wake up um, yearning for. And there are things that can, I, I guess, fill it. I don't want to say replace it. So what do you like? Why? That's the why. You know, it's, it, it makes the hair on the back of your neck and on your arm stand up. Yeah, but I got something that you can be competitive about. Just get into your mind. Tell your wife, this is my goal. I'm making more per year than Troy Aikman in two years. There, there's your competition. Bang. Not, not Tony there, Romo. There it is. Not no, Tony not Romo. Crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's right in the middle. I think I think Troy's 16, Tony's 18. Aim for Tony. Aim, aim for Tony. That's what you should do. All right, before we let you go, who do you like in the games this weekend? Uh, I like Detroit, and I like Baltimore. Why do you like Detroit over San Francisco? I think Detroit is going to run one specific run against San Francisco that they're weak at. I think Jared is in a reactive, a proactive mode rather than reactive mode. And if Debo doesn't play or he's minimized, that's a big deal against the defense that's attacking. In Baltimore, listen, I just want to tell everybody, watch Roquan Smith. Just watch him. That's, that's what I'm picking. Baltimore because of Roquan Smith. Beautiful. Thank you, Dan. Be careful about taking Thank that you. coaching job. Be good. That's Dan Orlovsky. The Dan Orlovsky Report brought to you by Sansone Auto Mall. Make your best deal right now at Sansone Auto Mall and tell them Bart Scott sent you and take an extra $1,000 off your best deal. Call 1-800-SANSONE today. You know, he said it in like a joking manner. It's a sickness. It's a competitive drive sickness that it's not good for their life. It's not good for their health. It's not good for their family, but there's something the way they're wired, being professional athletes, that they need that rush. I know, and we 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 sort of in the sports world have this way of admiring it. 
I don't know that it's, it's a, a sickness. I don't though. know that it's a quality to be admired. I really don't. I, I think I think entertainers are like that too. I mean, you have to commit yourself to a level that people don't commit themselves to things. Yeah. Weird. All right, we'll take some phone calls. 1-800-919-3776. That's the number, and Peter's going to tell us about who is splashing around in his tub. Is it Natalie? Who, who is it? Is it the, are the dogs in the tub? I was just laughing to myself at the irony of us saying how weird people are for wanting to continuously work. And I'm like, all right, I got to go hop a flight. Michael, enjoy the Yankee season. See you later. Don, oh, there's an opportunity to call a game. Catch you later. What a bunch of hacks we are. You know what about the tub, Michael? Glad you asked. Peter Rosenberg here to tell you about my friends over at Bath Fitter. They remodeled my they remodeled my bath, I should say, and they did an incredible job. Customized it for my needs. Process easy. One expert installer. Done in a day. No demo. No mess. And a bath fitter. Oh, it's a permanent, high-quality solution with a lifetime guarantee. Three million happy customers like me. For a limited time, get 0% interest or save how about this? $500 on a complete bath fitter system. Start designing your bath today like I did at bathfitterdesign.com. There's only one bath fitter. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hey, buddy. Hey. Catch the show on demand wherever you want. Just subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. It's game time brought to you by Telemore Dew Irish Whiskey. No pros in action, but this time, Don, we did it. Yes. St. John's takes on Villanova at 830. That's a big game, by the way. St. John's has lost really tough games of late. Um, really, really tough. Now, they're still in the NCAA if, if it started today, I would think. But you got to start winning some games. So Everybody's that's a big back, game against Villanova. I know Patino's been back, but then these coaches got sick. Is everybody back and healthy now? Well, Patino's all that counts. That's game time. Brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey. Because when it's game time, it's Tully time. Tullamore Dew, the original triple distilled, triple blended, and triple cask matured Irish whiskey. Be sure to grab a Tullamore Dew or try the brand new Tullamore Dew honey during tonight's action. Glass up to enjoying Tullamore Dew responsibly. Now, Peter, I have a question to ask you. Um, I'm here to answer and talk through it. Like if, a gentleman. in fact, these are your glasses. Oh, those are. 
All right, so they, they're on this little table. Earlier in the show, I got a text from Rick. He said, does it make me a bad guy that I put Peter's glasses in places that I would never tell anybody I put? And yes. And the answer is yes. I'm going to smell them. Aw. Nothing, nothing smells on Rick. Really? No, I, I do smell like a faint like cologne or some sort of hair product, though. I love these glasses. They were $12 at Housing Works. I tried to haggle to get them down to 10 And I don't know why, Don. There's something about... You ever put on a pair of glasses and just love the way the world looks through them? Man, boy, do you look like Pitbull. You really do. those glasses on. You really, really do. Sexy and I know it. And I'm going to Tampa tomorrow. Florida. Pitbull. Yeah. It's not Miami, but... What are you saying? I'd rather not say. (laughs) It's where the WWE people will be. I can't give out that information. Is it near Amelie Arena? Is that where the... Oh, no, no, no. no. We're going to be in the beautiful, beautiful trop. Oh, really? So yeah. why are you staying in Tampa? That's in St. Pete. Oh, yeah, I, I mean the same thing. No, it's not the same thing. It's far away. Yeah. That's um, the problem with the race. Yeah, I'm going to be staying in far... I'll be staying by the Trop, I believe. Oh, there's a great hotel there. What's the Vinoy. I'm the not, greatest. I'm not staying at the Vinoy. Okay. Why Why? I'm sexy and I know it when we're talking about Pitbull? Because that's... What is that, Flo Rida? Or is that Pitbull? No, it's LMFNO uh, or whatever. Say, it's all the same genre. Is, oh, is that, that... That's the way it works, Counselor. Let's go to E. <laughs> you want to get into a fight over LMFAO and Pitbull? I can't. I, 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 what's, what's the biggest Pitbull song? By the way, I like Pitbull. Great guy. But I don't remember what his biggest song is. E in Queens. E. <laughs> what's up, guys? Don, I'm glad that you called Peter out on that because I was going to. By the way, by, I just want to say this. I want to say this. In, in the words of up. Don LaGreca, in the words of Don LaGreca, I do it again. Okay. <laughs> I'm proud I got it wrong. I do it again. <laughs> Guys, I just wanted to talk uh, about the Hall of Fame quickly. And, I, and Michael, I think that you would probably agree with, with this. And coming from a Mets fan, I just think, like, A-Rod is hands down probably the greatest baseball player to ever live. And I think anybody can make that I don't know about hands down. I, like, just naturally, the guy was unbelievable and a better shortstop fielding-wise than Jeter, a better hitter, and just overall a fantastic player. But anyway... I just think that the voting for the Hall of Fame is too subjective, and that goes for all voting, including the All-Star game. Like, the fact that it's up to fans to vote for All-Stars, and then that's actually counted towards the Hall of Fame, how many All-Stars they have. They don't always vote the best player. Great point. They should vote the best player for the All-Star game, regardless of how many fans they have or how big the team is or the market, as well as the Hall of Fame. Put it based on stats, not the, the writers' or the fans' opinions. That's it. Yeah, but I mean, who, who's drawing up the stats? Uh, I mean, I, I like that, and it is very subjective. And although they're trying to be objective, the way somebody treats you, and if he's on the borderline, you might not vote for him. Uh, the way somebody is off the field, that you might not like it, that's that's going to impact the way people didn't vote huh. for Kurt Schilling. I, I find it interesting that it can only be writers. It can't be announcers, because announcers would be biased. But yet all I hear is that the writers are biased. They're biased by how they were treated by the person they're voting for. Well, they, they say they're not, but there they're is, human beings. No, but they're human beings. And also, nobody, correct me if I'm wrong, Michael, nobody told them you're not allowed to vote for a steroid guy. So they have a bias against steroids. They've deemed that to be cheating and not going to vote for him. There's no rule that but, says but, 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 you can't no, no, but, be in the Hall of Fame. But, but there is a rule about sportsmanship, and these guys, were a lot of them were suspended. Okay. Manny was suspended. But, but, Alex was suspended. But there's no mandate. They just decided collectively, we're cool. Where the other sports are like, yeah, we don't care. 
Why do they care? And they'll say because baseball is sacred. Well, maybe they need to get off that because I think it, it hurts the brand when you start treating it as church instead of the entertainment that it is. And there's a whole generation of fans who say, boy, baseball hasn't been the same since they, you know, since they weren't all juiced up because I really liked watching all those home runs you know and they watching should these do? players. What's you know what they should do? They should give a full-on heart attack to all the purists. But, but Dom, what a boom for the game it would be and induct them all the same year. Just throw well, them all I, I, in. I was texting with somebody, right, hey, who said, um, can you imagine if Alex Rodriguez, oh, yeah. Barry Bonds, oh, boy. and Roger Clemens won in the same year? You yeah. don't think that would be great for baseball? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, yes, some people would have a heart attack, or as you like to say, they'd clutch their pearls. Right. But it would be a great moment in terms of... from pop, That would be the highest rating. People would actually really, truly care about tun- tuning into the Hall of Fame. Listen... The, the thing that bothers me, I, I am a true believer that if you've been suspended or if you fail the test, then it should be almost impossible to get in. But it does bother me that I know that there are people that did performance-enhancing drugs that are in there. So under the secrecy of, of uh, anonymity, right. where they benefited from PDs, they're in. And there's no way that you could ever make anybody who did it and haven't it's, been caught to say I did it now it would actually help if one of the guys who's in there that did it actually blows the lid off the whole thing and goes you know what you're all a bunch of frauds you're all a bunch of hypocrites I use PDs every day of my career and I'm in the Hall of Fame and I have a plaque but you're leaving these other guys out another guy on Twitter asked me you know it shouldn't be the writers it should be the old players the old players want them out Joe Morgan said that if, if any of these steroid guys, I the know. late Joe Morgan, if any of these steroid guys got in, that he and the older guys wouldn't even come to the ceremony. No, they're, and they're, they're biased worse than anybody, the former players. Absolutely. No, you, you can't, but it's all subjective, right? So why can't I, as a writer or a voter, say, you know what? That guy was on steroids, but you know what? I think beyond the steroids, he'd be in. I think Alex and Roger Clemens and Barry Bonds, you can you can certainly make the case and win an argument that even without PEDs, they'd be Hall of Famers. As opposed to maybe somebody that's a borderline Hall of Famer, they were a PD, PED guy, and if I took it away, they'd have no chance of making it. Why can't it be as subjective like that? It feels like I'm punishing you. You, you desecrated the game by cheating, and I'm going to punish you by holding you out of the Hall of Fame. Is that what a voter is? Is he a protector of the sport? Yeah, that's what they look well, no, at themselves but, as. Well, but is that what they are asked to do? Or are they asked to do, listen, you know the game. Do you think this person's a Hall of Famer or not? And if you're just going to blanket say anybody that uses steroids isn't allowed in the Hall of Fame, then then you are being biased well, and saying, I'm punishing you for cheating the game, even though I know in my heart you were good enough to go. What bothers me, okay, it's not just Michael K. who knows this. There are guys that are in the Hall of Fame that everyone in the world knows did PDs. Everyone. But under the cover of anonymity, the the writers voted for them because, well, you know, it's never been made public. But you know it. You voted for a guy that you know was a PED guy and you put him in. So now you're afraid to put in the guys that everyone knows did PEDs, but you have knowingly put in a guy who you knew did PEDs, but you have the cover because it never became public. That's hypocrisy. That's hypocrisy. Because the guys that are in the Hall of Fame that did PEDs, they ain't near the players that Barry Bonds, Alex Rodriguez, and Roger Clemens were. They're not near those players, but because those guys have been publicly outed, well then, you you've got to play. You got to be high and mighty, and you will not give them your vote. But you gave 
Player X your vote, and you knew damn well that he used PEDs. You knew it. But you get a get out of get out of jail free card because it was never made public. The the general public doesn't know about it. He wasn't I love the Mitchell report. It's hand it, the Mitchell report is looked at as a tablet that Moses brought up to the right. mount. Unless, unless you're David was, Ortiz. It was put together by a man. Unless you're and, David Ortiz. And David Ortiz was on the Mitchell report, but then no, that was, that was false. Or not? He was was he in the Mitchell report? He was in the the, the initial testing. Oh, that was a bad test because they, everybody loves David Ortiz. Everybody loves David Ortiz. I guess Alex rubbed some people the wrong way. Barry Bonds rubbed everybody the well, wrong well, way. Think about Roger the guys must that aren't have rubbed in. people the wrong way. Think about the guys that aren't in. I mean, Roger Clemens, Barry Bonds, Alex Rodriguez. Very polarizing figures. It's tough to be neutral on those guys, right? Barry didn't have the great great relationship with the media. Neither did Roger. We know Roger Alex wasn't bad. Wasn't bad, but he wasn't great. And then and and Alex had you know all of his situations that he had, you know the fact that he lied about it and, and, and suing baseball, you know suing the Yankees. It, it didn't didn't go over well. But then it's so funny when you want to try to add to the popularity of the sport and get eyeballs. Let's hire Alex Rodriguez at ESPN. Let's hire him at Fox. Let's put him in every commercial because they realize that people want to see him for better or worse to forward the game. But he's not good enough to be in our hall. It's the ESPN New York Superbox Bonanza 5. This year, each qualifier will take home a $25 Fanatics gift card and have a chance at one of 10 Superbox prizes. Alex's number was 13. I'm going to give Anthony a little break here. Be caller number 13 right now. I thought you were going to go 130. At 888-987-ESPN to select a box for the big game with a chance to win 500 in the first and third quarters, $1,000 at halftime, and a final score payout of $2,000. All brought to you by Tullamore Dew Irish Whiskey and the brand new Tullamore Dew Honey and Security Dodge. Come get some. Wonder who wins point guard today. Probably that caller that took over the show. New year, new ride. Shop 300 plus new Hondas priced under MSRP at Bayridge Honda. Zero down payment leases, low financing rates, plus $1,500 extra for your trade. That's Bayridge Honda, your 2022 President's Award winner. Online at BayridgeHonda.com. New 2024 Honda Accord EX front wheel drive. Stock number 1241346. MSRP 31005. Includes 1250 dealer discount on approved credit on in stock same day delivery units lease for 319 per month for 36 months zero due assigning zero security deposit tax title and registration fees excluded see dealer for details ends 13124 Hey, listeners, it's Michael K. When it comes to travel, nothing beats Legends Limousine. I felt the difference, and let me tell you, it's real. When my family and I need a ride to the airport or out of town, we choose Legends. Their commitment to safety makes every trip a breeze. These guys are not just any service. They've been setting the gold standard for over 30 years. I trust them, and so should you. Call 1-888-LEGENDS or visit legendslimousine.com and use the code ESPN10. That's ESPN, the number 10, to snag 10% off. Travel like a legend with Legends Limousine. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Well, that's awesome. Looking for more access to the show? That's right, man. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TMKS ESPN.
Point God. You have made no good points, Peter. You're so right, Michael. I think you made some salient points. Yeah, because you're an ass. Frank, go. I'm a drummer, have been for 40 years. Ringo is a nice little player. Saying that other drummers, look, it is de rigueur to like hold up Ringo as like this like model of simplicity and taste. He's a terrible technical drummer. He's not a great drummer. He was interesting and unique, but being in that band is why we know who he is. If he was in the Dave Clark Five, we wouldn't know who he is. See, but I, I think that's a little bit sketchy. There are some people that sing beautifully in the shower will never know that they have a voice like Barbara Streisand. They never made it. So are you going to dock him for the fact that he was on the Beatles? I can't He's not argue. doing that, though. I can't argue with him. He said him. the only reason we we know him, yeah, okay, the only reason, reason we know anybody is because they got a break. Right, but what he's saying is... He's not a great enough drummer to be considered with the greats. He's a great enough drummer to be really famous and highly regarded because he was in the Beatles. But a nice little drummer, I think, is a little it's, condescending. It's pejorative. Well, it, it, no, no, it's 100% condescending, but he was referring to people saying he's one of the great drummers of all time. Well, even Rolling Stone said he's a 14th. How many drummers in the world are there? But as I pointed out brilliantly earlier, if I do say so myself... Rolling Stone put first of all Rolling Stone gets a lot of those things wrong and they're trolly all the time. I've I've read all their different lists. But if if Rolling Stone has him at 14 and he was the drummer of the Beatles, was he really the 14th greatest drummer of all time? But it's it's really hard to be like just pedestrian on a band of that magnitude. Wouldn't you get exposed if you've got the greatest lyricists and the greatest singers and the greatest guitar players and bass players and then you're like a pedestrian drummer, wouldn't it drag them down? Well, it wouldn't depends. it be, a, be an issue? It depends. I'll, I'll say this, and again, not a drummer, drumming expert in at all and don't even you know spend a ton of time thinking about the, the quality of drumming when I'm listening to music, but... You could be a very straight-ahead drummer who does basic things on really good Beatles records, and you hear them, and you go, this is a straight-ahead, this isn't a crazy performance on drums, right? I mean, I'm sure some songs are... Now, listen, I've been told by my friend who's a great musician, Barry, reached out to me and said, there are a lot of Beatles songs which are really great, and he wrote the drumming portion of those songs and wrote them beautifully. So I don't know things like that, so I can't remotely knock it. But I would also say, guys, we could listen to a bunch of Beatles records right now that we love and hear that the drumming on it is relatively basic. This is this is a very um, sad story oh. and concerning story, mm-hmm. and I don't know if we can really get into that much of it. From five players from Canada's 2018 World Junior Team, taking a leave of absence from their current clubs in recent days, amidst a report that the five members of that team have been asked to surrender to police to face sexual assault charges. This happened now coming on seven years ago. Well, six years ago. Six years ago. Michael McLeod, Cal Foot of the Devils, Carter Hart of the Flyers, Dylan Dubé, is that a yes. of the of the Flames, and another former NHL player, Alex Formenton, who is now playing in Europe, have all been granted indefinite leave with the absences announced in the past four days. Don, to, to have them take them away from their team, these have to be some really explosive charges. Well, yeah, they have to report to London, Ontario. Because there's a, I guess there's a warrant out for their arrest. I mean, they have to go speak to these charges. So, um, in Canada, you get a couple of weeks, I guess, to report. So they're going to take a leave of absence. Apparently, they're going to hold a press conference on February fifth. So that sounds like maybe when they all have agreed that they're going to report at that time, and that's right after the All Star break. 
But I don't. The question is, Michael, because we saw this thing with the Duke lacrosse. We got to let due process play right. itself out. Yep. But if you're the NHL, if you're the Devils, if you're the Flyers, you're the Calgary Flames, which are the three teams that are impacted by this, you can't let these guys play. How you let them play? But what if they're innocent? But you're not going to find that out. So, so let's say you let Carter Hart play for the Philadelphia Flyers, mm-hmm. and then he's found guilty of sexual assault. Well, what are you going to do? Then you release him. But, but in the meantime, while there, while he's on, on trial for it, can you let him play until there's resolution? I, like, I how do you do a, that? It's, it's a dangerous tightrope because anybody in any walk of life could be accused of anything. Do you let, you take them off their well, but, uh, out of their job immediately? Now, if they're if they're guilty, boom, they're fired. But we've seen in the NFL and in Major League Baseball domestic violence cases. It might not be the right thing to do anymore because there's a lot of I false know. allegations. I, I just don't know from a PR standpoint when when the allegations start coming out and these guys are going to go to trial. I mean, I, to play through that, that's it's a dicey situation. I understand if, if you're completely innocent, Michael, and that's why I don't think you have a legal standpoint to not pay them. But I'm just saying, you're you're Daniel Briere, you're the general manager of the Philadelphia Flyers, John Tortorella. Do you, would you want him playing if there's allegations that he could have sexually assaulted a woman? And then if he's eventually found guilty, you'd be like, and this guy played for you for the for the last six months? Or this guy won a Stanley Cup for you? I mean, Philadelphia's in second place. I mean, I, I, I understand where it comes from, but we've already seen in sports that just the mere allegations are enough to pull you off the field, the ice, or the court. Will that happen in the NHL? See, I, I don't know, but I think a lot of this is, is a reaction to the very, very loud... Um, bullhorn of social media where you'll be excoriated if you allow these players to well, play. But what if these players didn't do it? But here's because what, again, we we you mentioned Duke Lacrosse, they didn't do it. True, but here's a little bit of a difference. It's not like there's some whistleblower or some woman that can't. They've been investigating this for years, right? But people have been investigated and then they're not right. found guilty. But I mean, they've investigated it, and there's enough, I guess, in the investigation for these five players to now be called into London, Ontario. So the, these are allegations that are, that look like they're going to go to court. So, I, Peter, what do you do? If you're, if you're one of these teams, what do you let them play until due process, or do you say, "Listen, we'll pay you, but we can't let you play until this thing's resolved"? I think it's the only choice you have. If it's something like this that's been investigated for a long time, Don, and it's such a horrible charge. Now, listen. If time goes on and, and nothing gets resolved, and it's looking like it won't go to court, then maybe you can change your mind. But don't you think the safest thing to do is to say, "Yeah, it, that's the safest thing to do." And 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 if they if they actually did these things, they shouldn't be allowed anywhere near a court. Well, can you or put out a, a statement rank. then, Michael? Can you put out a statement and say, "Here's the situation. We are removing so and so from the team right now. Here's why. Should they end up being cleared, they will be back on the team, and that will be that. Right. But, but they'll never clear. get those days back." If, but, if in fact it's it's it, the allegation not right. true, but from a legal standpoint, they would probably still be getting paid. So I don't know. True, but like if if somebody, God forbid, accused you of some terrible crime, Peter, that you never ever did, you weren't even near the person, but it, it hit the newspapers, whatever, you'd be taken off the air here. Yeah, is that fair if you never did it? No. It's a, that's and, the way the world is And now. while you're gone, and while you're gone, someone else could come in, do your job better, and then even when they bring you back, they don't want you anymore. Right. Which could happen to these players, too. Absolutely. So, um, it's a dangerous world we live in, because you can accuse anybody of anything, and then automatically you've got to, like, you got to take them off the air, you got to take them off the ice, you got to take them off the court. And again, if they're guilty, they deserve to be dragged through the town square but and I think, embarrassed. But, but I think society... But if they're not guilty... 
I think societally, unfortunately, we live in an all or nothing world. And you, we kind of have to choose as a society. Would we rather have it be this, where too often people get accused and it turns out to not be true? Or would we rather have a society where victims don't get their due justice? And I think if you end up erring on the side, as I do... But don't I you think do, the victim would still get their justice? I mean, even if they played through this and then they were found guilty, then they lost their career, the victims got their justice. I understand that. What I'm saying is I don't think society allows us to live in a place where it's that sort of balanced. We end up having to... Because it Isn't seems that like, scary? Yeah, it's horrible, but it was the other way for so long. Right. Victims were silenced. They didn't get their justice. And big, famous people got away with whatever they wanted. And the and the people didn't get an opportunity. So it, su- it kind of sucks that you have to choose. But I I think it's sort of the, the choices were dealt. Right. It, it's it's awful. It's only awful if you're falsely accused. If you did it, you deserve to have your life ruined because you you help ruin somebody's life. And well, it's well said. Uh, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL playoffs, is bringing you an offer that'll help make the playoffs electrifying. New customers can bet five bucks on any game and get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets, spreads, over unders, and more. Plus, everyone gets a no sweat same game parlay for every playoff game day. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Empire. New customers can bet just five box to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code Empire E-M-P-I-R-E the crown is yours you must be 21 plus physically present in New York bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance opt-in required one no sweat token issued per eligible day after opt-in no sweat bonus bet issued based on amount of losing qualifying bet eligibility max reward limits and deposit restrictions apply terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms Gambling problem, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. Hey, to score a touchdown, everything needs to line up perfectly. No different than finding the person you want to marry. Now, when the time comes to propose, well, do what I did. Visit the engagement experts at London Jewelers. They'll make shopping for a ring easy. Let them help you pick or design the perfect ring to fit any budget from their 2 by London collection. London Jewelers is committed to getting it just right. So visit London Jewelers today at any of their seven locations, including the newest location, the mall at Short Hills. Mention I told you to stop by, you'll get the Michael K. treatment. Thanks for listening to the Michael K. Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoons starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker. Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.